You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Then he says, we do it through prayer. I pray God, your whole spirit. Everybody say spirit. spirit. And soul. Say soul. soul. And body. Everybody say body. body. Your spirit, your soul, and your body be preserved blameless. In other words, nothing there that mars or scars or harms the working of the anointing is to make you blameless without spot, wrinkle, blemish, or any such thing. Can you say amen? Now the word here for spirit is pneuma. And literally it means God breathed. And so we know in Ephesians, and I wrote this down to help us, in Ephesians and in particular, the second chapter in the first verse, and you hath he quickened who were dead, past tense, in trespasses and sins. This is why Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2 that the things of the spirit cannot be discerned by the people that live in the world because their spirit is dead through trespasses and sin. And so people in the world, the only thing that is functioning in them is their soul and their body. But their spirit is dead, according to the word of God, in trespasses and sin. But when you get born again, he said, a new heart will I give unto you. In the Old Testament, heart is interchangeable with the word spirit. And so when you get born again, he causes your spirit to be quickened or made alive. And the scripture seems to indicate he does it by breathing on your spirit and life comes as he did for Adam and for Eve. The word in the Hebrew in Genesis when he breathed life into man is the word kayam. And it means the breaths, plural, of God. In other words, he can touch you more than one time. Can you say praise God? And the breaths of God. But you see, he created Adam and Eve. And so Eve's spirit had to be made alive unto God. And so it wasn't just the breath of God for Adam and Eve had to go on to some kind of scuba gear to make it through the day. No, God gave her a breath too. He caused her spirit to be made alive. And until they fell, their spirit was alive unto God. And so your spirit is the pneuma, the God part of you that is breathed by God into you but is dead in trespasses and sin until you get born again. And so that's why anyone in the natural realm that would try to prophesy or speak to the future, it is not of God because their spirit is dead and cannot receive, therefore, the voice of God, the spirit of God. So fortune tellers and people that do Ouija boards and all of these things, they're false prophets. Are you listening to me? People that talk to the dead, that's not God. I forget when my wife will remember some years ago, uh, maybe six years ago, um, we were with Troy Covey and his girlfriend worked for one of the networks in California in Hollywood. And uh, she was booking guests for Larry King and they had a guy who talked to the dead. And she said, we'd like for you to come and uh, let him uh, talk to the dead and then, uh, then you do your thing. She said, I'm sure it's different. I said, not really. I talk to the dead, the dead every Sunday morning in a lot of places I go. Amen. <laughs> I 
And I prayed about it. And the Lord said, I don't want you to go on Larry King, but stay in your flow. In other words, I'm not going to piggyback someone that's probably demon-possessed operating out of a false spirit. God doesn't follow the devil. Are you listening to me? So I called and I said, look, I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm not going to do it and I'm not going to uh, come on Larry King. See, your spirit is God-breathed. That man does not have a spirit that is alive unto God. But according to Ephesians 2 verses 1, his spirit is dead in trespasses and sins. Are you listening to me? We need to know these things. Well, someone said, you know, I had a fortune teller tell me something. Listen, there are familiar spirits. They're familiar with the way you operate. And they can give information that would seem like, oh, that must be God. But it doesn't work. And so your spirit, the pneuma, the God-breathed part of you, only is activated at salvation. So that's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and in particular verses 10 through 16, that God reveals these things unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searcheth all things, even the deep things of God. And then it speaks again about that which is hidden. But you see, it's not hidden to God. He already knows all, and he knows everything. No, these things are hidden to us. And so it takes the anointing of the spirit there's some answers that you've been looking for. There's some things that you say, I know if I just had the key, if I just had the knowledge, it would help me to live better and answer this problem or deal with situations, real estate or finances or whatever it may be. But you see, those things are hidden and the Bible says when the Spirit prophetically begins to move on you, He reveals that which is hidden. It's not hidden to God, it's hidden to our natural mind. And so the Bible says, what is it that I pray in the Spirit? And I pray with understanding. And so part of the prophetic anointing is, it is literally released. He said, and I pray God. It is released by praying. There are some people, they just want to get up and say words, but if you haven't prayed it through, your words have no power in them. Because the words that you utter, and I'll show you in a minute, come out of your recreated spirit when you pray and God speaks to your spirit by the Holy Spirit, then we utter or speak out the words that come out of our spirit. Not vice versa, we speak and then God backs it up. No, God already releases it, you speak it, and when you speak it, it is that which is established by the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I had a fellow, he said, you know, I knew a guy, he could prophesy. He could call a squirrel out on a limb. Well, that's not prophesying. I can call a dog out of a doghouse too, but that doesn't make me a prophet. You know, people have all kinds of ideas about what the prophetic is. In the latter rain movement, Mama Beale and her son was raised from the dead in, uh, after World War II and many great preachers, Brother Sumrall, Stanley Frodsham, a lot of my dad's friends went to those meetings. Brother Sumrall said that as the meetings went on, they would have what they would call presbytery or, or people that operated in the prophetic. But uh, Brother Sumrall said it was obvious to me that the longer they went in the services, the more tired the people became. He said they, they began to get off. Because their flesh, the soma, was tired. And so they begin to speak out of their flesh rather than out of the spirit. But these things operate better if they're spontaneous and not contrived. 
Because the spontaneity is the spark or the ignite of the Holy Ghost. He ignites it. If you ever had a barbecue grill that ran on gas, they have a button that says ignite. And so you push it and a spark goes out. But the power is in the gas. When that thing hits that, the fumes, whoom, the flames start burning. Are you listening to me? We're just the igniter, but the Holy Ghost is the gas. Amen. He's the pneuma. He's the spirit. He's the power. And so we need to see we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God, not of ourselves. And so to operate in the prophetic means that there's less of us and more of God. But in this day and age, I'm getting the feeling that a lot feel it's more of them and less of God. And they got it exactly backwards because it is God that does these things in us, both to will and to let. Can you say praise God? Hallelujah. Do you believe that with me? I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and... I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.